Welcome to the Poultry Health Today podcast, where we talk all health, all the time. Hear engaging interviews with today's leading industry experts. Hosted by Poultry Health Today editors, podcast episodes highlight the latest ideas, insights, and advice to improve poultry health, welfare, performance, and food safety. Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Scott Martin. He is an independent poultry consultant specializing in hatcheries. Great to have you here. Thank you, Joe. The hatcheries have been under a lot of pressure in recent years because we've gone to no antibiotics ever production. And of course, even uh, poultry companies that have not gone to full no antibiotics ever production have at least pulled the antibiotic out of the hatchery. I imagine that's created a, a lot of challenges. It's created a lot of challenges, okay? And we have to be honest with ourselves that um, once we pull the antibiotics out, um, things, it shows up a lot of your uh, errors that we should have been working on in the first place. But we have to understand what it takes to go antibiotic free. Um, Starting with the egg pack, we have to set standards that our company can live with economically and we need to try to stay as close to that standard as we can and I'm, I'm talking about the cleanliness of eggs we have to start off with uh, egg gathering practices that are going to be user friendly for the hatchery because bottom line is the eggs that come into the hatchery we put into our incubators and we need to make sure that they're clean because if not it can give us a severe bacteria challenge i would think so and you know so much of this sounds like common sense but there's so many moving parts in a hatchery. There's a lot of places where bacteria can hide. It, it, it can hide everywhere. So the thing about hatcheries, you know, we, we kind of forget is that we are trying to keep our bacteria levels too low or totally eradicate the bacteria, one or the other, right? Because the, all that comes in the hatchery, even if the eggs look clean, you know, we have, there's bacteria on all eggs that come in. They come out of a chicken house, right? All right. So in the hatchery, we have to make sure that not only are we cleaning properly, but we are cleaning regularly and we are disinfecting properly. And so part of the disinfectant is that we, number one, that we use a good product that is effective against the challenges we have in the hatchery. And I'm speaking of bacteria challenge and mold challenges. Uh, second of all, you know, keeping a clean hatchery uh, keeping our incubators clean, a good egg pack, it doesn't stop there either. We, we forget about the mechanical challenge we have on our hatcheries. We have to make sure that we keep our baby chicks stress-free as we can. And it has to start with the embryo. We need to make sure that we are on top of our game and that we are, we are producing good quality baby chicks. And in order to do that from a mechanical situation, we have to have our incubators set, they have to be maintained, and that's the key of an incubator. They all work and they work well, but we have to make sure we maintain and we do the proper preventive maintenance on them. Okay, once in, uh, when the embryo becomes a chick, one thing that happens at that point is we need to really stay focused because that chick's still in the hatchery. We do not want to get a chick hot and then cool it down. We need to keep it from getting hot. And it's not difficult to do, but we have to have our ventilation proper and we have to have our incubation proper to make that happen. And then we have our timing. 
when we pull what we call pull a baby chick, and that means once it is hatched, we pull it. We need to get it to the farm as soon as possible. From the time of pull until the time the baby chicks are on feed and water at the farm, we need to try to keep that less than seven hours, okay? Seven should be the absolute max. But my goal would be to try to get it at three hours. We pull it, we process, and I certainly promote Innovo vaccination. And we load it up on our transport, get it to the farm, get it on feed and water. With the whole process, the chick never getting hot. We need it comfortable when it arrives at the farm. Now, you mentioned that you're a strong proponent of Innovo vaccination, and I think most people are in the industry, but I know that when some hatcheries went no antibiotics ever, they didn't like the idea of punching a hole in the egg sure. because the bacteria is going to get in there. Yeah. Um, but do you feel that all of these other steps will help make up for that? Yeah, it, it certainly will. And let me tell you, not only, you know, we get a benefit from going to Novo vaccination, but not only uh, we look at, we're poking a hole, we're just asking for trouble. It's an avenue for the bacteria and the mold falling. That's actually a good thing for hatchery managers. We can use that as a tool to let us know how good our airflow and how good our air quality is inside of our hatchery. Good point. Yes. So um, what are some of the most egregious errors though? I mean, because you visit a lot of hatcheries, what's the big thing that they're all overlooking? Okay, uh, things have changed, okay? Companies are trying to run lean. And what I'm talking about, they're running with fewer employees. We're running more chicks. We're running fewer employees, okay? Which is fine, as long as we're automated and set up to do that. But most of the time, we're not. No matter what the automation is, no matter what it is, we can't replace husbandry, okay? We have an embryo, we have a baby chick, we need to take care of that, okay? <laughs> the hatchery is the hospital, you know, where this thing is born. All right, so one of the things that's overlooked a lot is, and it gets, it gets forgotten constantly, is the fact we don't want to try to pay overtime anymore. We don't want any more hours than we have to. And it results in, if something's gonna be left out, it's usually cleaning the hatchery properly. You know, we go through the motions, and I'll be honest with you, if we clean the inside of a hatcher, this is where these eggs are gonna go into that has had that hole punched in it, okay? If we go inside of a hatcher, and we don't have our ventilation proper, and we don't have that hatcher cleaned properly, we're asking for trouble not only from a mold standpoint, but a bacteria standpoint. And those are things that we can't overlook. We have to start with the basics. And no matter what, what programs, what equipment we use, how much automation, how less automation, we have to keep our hatcheries clean. And it's the number one focus for no antibiotics ever. And you've mentioned automation a couple of times, and certainly that's very important with the decreasing labor force. It's hard to get good help. Yes. But I would think that automation would also be part of the biosecurity equation. A absolutely. And, you know, uh, anytime we get equipment, there's two things we got to remember. When you buy the equipment, it's going to work and it's going to work well. Once you set it up and you get all the kinks worked out of it, it's going to work well. But it's up to the hatchery to learn the equipment. It's up to the hatchery to know how to maintain, how to clean the equipment properly. And it has to be done every day every day. We cannot skip a day. And it happens too often. It's not good on the equipment and it's not good for our baby chick. 
So what's the next step in terms of hatchery biosecurity? What, what are we not doing at all right now that you'd like to see companies employ? Okay. Um, there are good products out there, okay? Very good that specialize in that, whatever the need, whatever the challenge is in the hatchery. We need to use it according to label. We need to quit trying to dilute and to see how far down can we go. And it's all about saving money. But one thing that I feel we lose focus on is, uh, is quality of the baby chick, you know? And uh, yes, we need to get them out and get them to the farm as soon as, get them on feed and water as soon as we can. You know, I mean, I understand the economics, I think as well as anybody. But at the same time, we have to remember we are dealing with a perishable product and we have to take care of it. So please use reliable, effective products that will work against your challenge. No arguments there. Sounds like great advice. We've been talking to Scott Martin. He is an independent hatchery consultant based in Flowery Branch, Georgia. Thanks again for coming by. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Poultry Health Today podcast. To get the latest news and interviews delivered to your inbox twice a week, subscribe to our e-newsletter by visiting poultryhealthtoday.com slash join.